Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to Thursday Night Live, presented by Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. Yes, it is I, J.P. Savage, and remember, it's illegal to hunt unicorns in Michigan. I'm joined by... Yo, what? <laughs> is that real? Yo, is that real? It's illegal to hunt unicorn in Michigan? Illegal. Illegal. Like, it's on the books. Like, if that shit It's on the happened. books, bro. It's, it's cruelty mm. against unicorns. These are facts, folks. I'm just here to inform the public. I'm just I'm here to inform the public. Are you ready to talk some more about these unicorns? Yo, so they're really, like, they cannot be hunted at all? At all. That's... But let's inform the people what can be hunted. And today, you hunted for good programming, and you come to the right place. If you want to know what's happening in the pro wrestling world, ladies and gentlemen, you have to tune into the room where it happens. Because today we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So make sure to subscribe. I'm, I'm reading the chat and I'm laughing. Make sure to subscribe <laughs> and like. You pop yourself. The chair shots. H3C2 Sweet on IG and Twitter. Please, please, please. Make sure you beat yourself. Click on that button. Yo, please yourself and please those around you. Not only that. Not only that. Good, sir. But we've got some more good stuff coming by. We've got some interviews Ooh. dropping. Yo, we've been very, very busy. Right? Listen. It's fluff. It's all about the puff. But we'll talk about that some other time. Hey. Some of the play. Hey. We got Not a lot of that, but we, we also got our Patreon that just debuted oh, this you are, week. We'll go back to back on the marketing. All right, let's do it. Let's go. I mean, listen. This is what happens if you have a two-man show for the... Shit goes off the rails. Ladies and gentlemen, moms and dads. I am La Empresaria Salina de la Renta. Former WWE superstar here, Al to HPC. This is Pinky Sanchez. Yo, what the fuck is up? I'm Yo, in with the motherfucking bad boy. This is AEW legend. You're listening to Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. You're hanging out with the bad guys on Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. And if you're not, sorry about your damn luck. You already know I subscribe guys. This is so much good shit. But um, this week, we got week. some farewells and some so longs, and uh, WWE releases more employees, including longtime ring announcer Tony Kimmel. Good riddance. I mean, you know what I mean? They're going to keep doing that. They're going to keep releasing people. Are you surprised, JP? Do you think, like, is this a surprise to you that this Listen, listen. Is it a surprise to me that a company that would want to pick at the pennies that these independent contractors, they call their performers, uh, get paid on Twitch? Uh, you think they're going to allow people to retire with the WWE? No, they're going to release you. Every Everybody's been released, if you really think about it. They just get that Hall of Fame contract at some point. But we're talking about a person here that's a referee, and unfortunately, as far as the WWE Hall of Fame, may not be introduced. I don't know if they have something backstage, right, in that world, and I'm sure he's definitely respected. But, you know, I think this is another opportunity for a person scorned by the biggest pro wrestling company to go 
to newer heights, to AW heights. Really? You always. Think, you think this is like, yo, like, nah, man. AW, AW can't even scrap up. Like, they did that already. They took, they have Justin Roberts who does a tremendous job, like, ring announcing. They would not. Who does an AW dark? Who does the AW dark? I have no idea. At oh, some that's... point, Shao Guerrero was doing it. Um, but well, I know now she's retraining back into being a ring, which is going to be one of my bumps today. Right, wrestlers coming back, old retired wrestlers, uh, people that have have been doing it in a while, them making the stress back, and Shao Guerrero was one of those. I'm looking forward to it. I believe she has a match coming up with uh, Priscilla Kelly, if I'm not mistaken. Definitely will be a nice banger. That's right. And listen, I'm with it. I'm with it. But but the one thing I I have to say, Mischief, I'll be remiss if I let this show go on for the next 72 hours, and I didn't mention the fact. When you said farewell, I thought you were going to say farewell to our very own Alex Trebek. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. He himself also had some findings with WWF back in the day. Uh, forever in our hearts. Uh, the, when you think of mainstream hosts, quintessential American games like Jeopardy, uh, the only man that could do it. And mind you, he's from Canada. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's interesting, right? Because, like, I didn't care so much. I, I didn't watch TV. Like, I didn't watch Jeopardy. My parents are Spanish. Like, we, we watched my Cuban parents weren't watching fucking Jeopardy, all right? So I, I didn't know nothing about her party, all right? You know what I'm saying? All right? I only heard about Walter Mercado. That's all I knew about. Saulo Gigante, Don Francisco. That was the biggest lie. Yo, you know, yo, Don Francisco, where he, his heritage and all that? Yo, that shit was crazy. He's German, bro. No, no way. He's German or Polish. You think he's Polish? Polish, Polish, Polish. Yeah, I was like, what? He escaped uh, the Holocaust. Yeah, he went to Chile. Yeah. Went to Chile, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, but, but you, you know, the thing is, Mischief, you failed to recognize the fact that I myself was raised by a single mother. So I spent a lot of time at babysitters. And at babysitters, at daycares, inside the apartments, they have multiple TVs. So I was watching wrestling. I was watching Jeopardy. I was watching Power Rangers. I was doing my homework. I was eating the food. I was doing it all, baby. Doing Yo, it you all. are overstimulated. Because I'm, I'm a savage. They're overstimulating you, baby. the shit out of you. Listen, you I'm doing my taxes right now while we're doing this show. Yeah, I'm doing my taxes now for next year because I'm ahead of the game. Because I stay getting paid. Just saying. To talk about. JP <laughs> <laughs> going off. You know who was going all out? Our very own Savio Vega said to he's gonna attend uh, the Undertaker's farewell, man. That should be fun. We've seen Savio do his thing recently in MLW right before the pandemic. Savio Ooh. can still get remember, remember that stop sign he got to the head, bro. <laughs> who, who did he wrestle Jesus. that night? I don't remember who he wrestled. Ah, I forget. Was it? Oh no, no, it was. Uh, La Park wrestled Havoc. Uh, Savio Vega was yeah, he yeah, part right. of like the Hammerstone match? I think he might have been in the Hammerstone. He was. He was. Whatever. I, I was looking at my phone. The picture was there, but either way, yeah, it was. Still. It was legit. You had to be there. If you know, you know. You got to be there. I, if you don't, you know, you know, whatever. But Savio Vega's <laughs> got a big history with The Undertaker, right? The, um, their, their, uh... Boricuas. Ministry of Darkness. No, no, the crew, the crew, the, the, the crew that played dominoes. Oh, I forgot what the fuck they were called. Oh, or in the back. DSK or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Backstage guys. 
Bull Street Crew. Backstreet Guys. Backstreet Guys. Backstreet Guys. There was a Domino's beer drinking crew, right? I mean, think about it. When you used to see the Boricos come out on WWE programming, you know they was pounding back uh, beers in the back. Come on now. Like, they, the, the shape that they were in. Uh, but, speaking of. Oh, very nice, very nice. But you know what? I think that's awesome. I, 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 yo, The Undertaker is one of those names. I mean, I, I hope this is the last time we're saying that he's actually, oh, you got that Black Barrel, you dirty son of a bitch. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not tasted Jameson Black Barrel, just frosty like my man Mischief got it right there. You don't know what you live in life without. You got to get La Cenicienta. You see that shit? Snow White, my guys. Snow White. But if you're really, if you're really ready to do some adult things and, and drink like an adult, you want to try this. Uh, you can't even see that right. shit. What's that? It's Macallan 12 right here. Man, you got the bootleg that. shit. That shit ain't even holographic, dog. Get out of here with your Pokemon cards. <laughs> holographic. Yo. But yes, Undertaker, <laughs> yo, everybody better come out the woodwork and pay respects, yo, because... The man did work with everybody, bro. He was a leader in the locker room, respected by many. Uh, badass dude. Uh, and we'll go down and infamy in the annals of, of, of professional Excuse wrestling. Me? The, where, where will it be? The <laughs> in the annals. In the hat? Yo, mm -hmm. I, just want, like, I hope this isn't like a, 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 a thing for like another thing. Like if it's going to be a farewell, let it be a farewell. But exactly. I know it's, a, it's not a farewell. This is not a farewell. And we are going to well, talk about that next week. Cause, uh, okay, I'll save that commentary for next week. I'm gonna be, we're going to be touching upon the Undertaker's farewell on our go-home show, and it's going to be electric. Just remember, though, it's 30 years since The Undertaker has debuted at Survivor Series. So it could be very well a farewell. Even numbers are a beautiful thing. So who knows? Who knows? But you know who doesn't know? The Bella Undertaker. Twins. Undertaker doesn't know, bro, because he's going to fucking wrestle again. I'm telling you. I hope telling not. You, I hope not. Leave the wrestle. man alone. Yo, yo, raise your daughter, bro. Raise your daughter, bro. Come on. Just say, uh, Bella Twins. Bella Twins making a comeback? Like raise your daughter's <laughs> Yo. So the Bella Twins. I'm talking about you talking about come on these things. We're talking about coming back. They're gonna make a comeback for the women's tag team titles. A word? What do you think, JP? Because I, I, I feel like we're gonna differ of opinion here. Like what do okay. you think? Okay, so there's two things you need to I keep am, in mind. I I, every, I think everybody knows my stance on the Bella twins in general, but go ahead. Okay, okay. Well, I think you need to keep a couple of things in mind. One is apparently the Bella Twins love wrestling more than we expected. <laughs> apparently, the love for the in-ring work is something that that we that that we did not notice as as being an, as an investment. Um, I mean, we we saw it in Nikki's later uh, part of her career before the injuries. She got a lot better, especially while she was dating John. You know, what I mean, she definitely got a lot better. Had a couple main event matches. Um, but, like, they don't need it, right? Especially since they're already Hall of Famers. So that leads me to my next point. I think that they're forever going to be reaching and, and finding ways to legitimize their status. And, you know, having the tag team titles is just another way to do so. Uh, and, and, and not for nothing, they're following the social status that they have that comes with being the Bella Twins. I mean, they got their own shows. 
what I mean? Like, they have their own brands. They're, they're, they're entrepreneurs. So I think the WWE is trying to put the titles, the tag team titles, trying to elevate them. And the best way to do that with the women's title right now is to put two women that a lot of women follow, a lot of women love, a lot of guys love. Would it be, I mean, the only way this makes sense is if they lose it to somebody that's up and coming, right? Like somebody like Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, right? Ooh. Two young stars that have talent that need something else, right? That might be an interesting match. I could see a match between them two versus the Bellas on the mic. Cool, man. I'm just, you know, how, how we, y'all just had babies and they're practically twins. Like, we could hold off on this. It's a pandemic. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> chill. Stay your ass home. Chill, nah, chill, chill. You see Maurice? Maurice ain't trying to come back. In your, <laughs> in your long ass ramble, ramble speech, I, the one thing that caught my attention was elevate. Elevate. Okay. These women's tag titles, from what we have seen, Mm. have been written in the worst kind of way. All right? Oh, yeah. The way these tag titles have been presented have been absolute trash. Now, you put these girls on this show. You put those straps on those girls. And that, my friends, will elevate those titles. And I am completely... In a, I didn't think you'd agree with me. Yo, because I... I am not a fan of the Botch Twins. I like, I've always and, been like, and, and on them. And I, once again, I had to give credit where it's due. You know, uh, Nikki definitely became better towards the, before her injury. She definitely got a lot better. Uh, Bree was we was always uh, considered the the best of the two when it comes to wrestling until Nikki, you know, made that improvement. Uh, but the social capital, the social capital. That's what it comes down to. Like the Bella Twins hold weight. They're mainstream. JP with the, with the words social capital. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe mercantilism. That's right. You better social ask about it. Capital. All right. That's exactly what they bring to this. WWE needs to realize yo, you need to make more fans. You need to reach out there and get some. All right. Because the ratings have not budged. There's no uptick in actual fans. If you really look at like ratings, well, well, let, let, let's 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 not be highly disrespectful here because if you're talking about reaching out to the fans and understanding that mainstream brings in the fans, nobody's done it better than Vince McMahon. You know what I'm saying? Like you're talking about the, the creator of, of what WrestleMania is today. You know, the WWE has had the most successful, and that's another bump that we're gonna have tonight. The most successful celebrity interactions. When it comes to matches or whatever role they play compared to like WCW, all right? So let's, they know that, which is why these are the moves they make. This is why they continue to put Brock Lesnar in the main event picture. This is why The Undertaker will fight another five times. This is why <laughs> you have all these Hall of Famers coming back because nostalgia sells and they need to always bring in fans. You know how much attention that he's gonna get? When the, the the producer, the creators of the Last Dance, uh, complete Stone Cold's uh documentary, are you shitting me? Yeah. Like you know how is it gonna reap the benefits? They're not gonna be reap the benefits like they did on Dark Side of the Ring, because that definitely didn't make them look good. And I'm so excited for the next season coming out. I can only imagine the things we're about to see. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, Dark Side of the Ring. Yo, I 
like I can't even imagine. Like there's stories that I don't even right because the lineup hasn't come out yet. It hasn't come out yet, and they asked for a lot of fan input. So I'm I'm excited to see what what, what we get. I definitely know. <clears throat> I'll tell you this much: if I didn't know uh, some of the angles as far as like the wrestling in the '80s and things of that nature the, that would the that had occurred and that were infamous, uh, imagine now after two seasons of everything we've seen already. Like, I don't know. I can't even tell you of another scandal. You know? And here's the thing. You just said about what we've already seen already. And that's my fear with the Bella Twins coming back. Is Ooh, that we've seen circle, a lot of this circle, It's a circle. It's a circle. We've seen a lot of this already. Haven't we seen enough of the Bella Twins? Isn't our main complaint not to build, <coughs> you know what I mean, from the ground up a women's division or a tag team division or some storylines that don't need older more well-established faces <clears throat> to them. True, but we're talking about the women's tag titles. We're talking about a belt that even Sasha and Bailey couldn't re- really elevate. I'm sorry. Uh, they held it, but were you interested in any of the matches for it? Unfortunately, the stories weren't built around it, right? Uh, and even when they were holding it, the whole angle was about how they were going to eventually feud. So, I think if the Bellas now being Hall of Famers and pushing their social capital, come coming like boss ass bitches, right? And they're like, we're here because we're here to elevate this title because we're the the best twins, we're the Hall of Fame twins, whatever it is, and we want to make us, we want to make this the Bella title. You know what I mean? Like if they want to go on that angle, I'm for it. On some heel shit, I'm for it. Well, you're right. I if see you're what coming you're back saying. to give me the, if you you coming back to give me the same old shit, go over there with your sloppy joke. That's I'm what not I'm down a- with. It's <laughs> your sloppy joke, yo. That's <laughs> what I'm afraid of. Because ultimately, like I agreed with you, right? Like my initial take on the whole situation was that yeah, that the tag titles kind of need this. They need that big name. They need that social capital. They need that elevation. But we cannot see. That same Bella storyline, like it's gotta be, at at least edgier, right? Like kind of like more like the heel side to it. I would love that. That would actually help bring an air of, I don't know, fucking interest, dog. Because right now that shit is. If if they become the female version of the Miz, it'd be money. It would be money. Just like a quick sidebar, right? So Lana gets put through eight tables, and now she's getting a documentary, right? Is that what it takes? Like, are we documenting every splinter they took out of her butt cheek? Like, is that what's happening? Wait, because like, what? Wait, who's doing a documentary? They're doing like a twenty-four Chronicle, twenty-four-seven, oh, okay. the tables? Nah, not about the tables. Oh. About Lana, oh my god, motherfucker! <laughs> I was like, wow, they're really driving this too far. <laughs> <laughs> no man, the fucking. Yes, the tables. We want to know the life of the table, where it got made, how it's built of tables. We want to no, believe, bitch. but but Vince loves Lana, man. They still got love for Lana. No matter you know what Miro's doing, they're still pushing it. That's why she still gets screen time. She is a, one of those talents that is going to get opportunities to act soon. You know what I mean? We'll be in movies. You already see Sasha. Remember, we just talked about the transition to mainstream. This is something that they all want because that's why you come to the E. When you come to the E, you come to the E to build social capital. That's just, this is the number one brand for this industry. 
You want to make the it's big facts. bucks? That's where you go. We talked about that last week. That's why the Rascals are now rumored to expect to sign with the WWE. This faction that has done work impact has done work all over the Indies. What else do they need? We need to go to the E. This is the, it's, it's the it's the pedestal, right? That's the goal. No so, matter what. Before we get to the Rascals, right? I think we need to iron this out, right? The Bellas making this return back into wrestling, right? That's our first bump. And we're, here we are. Let's take these bumps together and talk about... We got the Bellas returning. We got Undertaker doing this farewell tour. What other wrestlers would you like to see make a return, if not for their last, for their last time? Just a simple return to the square circle. To, one ex- to what extent, though? I don't know, man. Um, let's talk about perhaps a Goldberg, right? Somebody coming back who's rumored to still have a match in him. People talking about that. Talk about um, Undertaker having that match, right? That last match. Do we with Goldberg? Not with Goldberg, oh, but that was just say. the worst combination of people I could have said back to back. Saudi Arabia showed me I want none of that. No, yeah. Undertaker should have just hung it up. When he walked off the stage with Hunter and, and, and Shawn Michaels. Like, let's just be real. That yeah. would have been the perfect ending. And I would have been happy with his loss to Roman Reigns. Where he put his coat and his hat in the middle of the ring. That was dope. But he yo, had to fuck it up. Nah, yo, nah, nah. I'm changing my whole tune right this moment. Talk to me. You know who's going to make a return right now? And you're not going to believe this, but... Who came? I think, I think it's happening. It ain't Paul I, Bear. So Undertaker's going to do this farewell thing at SummerSlam, and we know it's coming. The Survivor Series, rather. And it's coming. And then the lights go dark. And then they're going to be like, there's one that you've never had. One that everyone's wanted to see. And it's 40 years too late, but we're going to give it to you anyway. And Sting's going to come down. And that's going to be it. It might be a cinematic match. It might be some bullshit match. But I think that that's gonna happen. They can't. They can't give them the ticket. This kind of like half-ass send-off. Like what is hey, that? Like oh, hey, listen. It? The last time Sting came back was around this time, right? And WWE likes playing with the fans sometimes. Yo, Sting's shit just got taken off the website, and everybody flipped their their shit collectively, right? Listen, if you're telling me a cinematic match and this is the end or be all, like we we can stamp that this is it. Cool, but if not, get it the fuck out my face. No, like, wait, listen, Master. this is it. It's it. Nah. Like, yo, Sting is done. Undertaker Sting is done. Burn alive, man. That bro, yo, for if you want to see that, put Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson in the middle ring with a box of olive oil, and you'll see some, the same shit happen, bro. Like, enough. Let's let let yo. These are legends. Let them retire. I want to see got that kids. on the pre-show. Put that on the pre-show. <laughs> I, I'm fucking, Listen, I'm tuning into that. Listen, I will be sued for what you said, Mischief, if, if I know this is the end. If this is how you're stamping it, okay. Because, yo, it's just too much at this point, man. It, it hurts to watch him even try to wrestle. Like, he, the man's broken. Like, you can tell. Why do you think he only wrestles one match? He's still recovering. This shit ain't no joke. You think it doesn't hurt him to roll his eyes back anymore? Yo, that's, that's just no joke. Hell yeah. 
So nah, man. You know, but about- if it's at the end, I'm with it. If it's the end of it, I'm with it. But where? When is this match gonna take place? You talking about WrestleMania? WrestleMania, and hoping <sighs> that WrestleMania, in the hopes that WrestleMania will be with fans, which is a possibility. But, but not but a that match has to be a cinematic match either way, so it don't matter. I, I think maybe part of it can be cinematic. Part of it can be in the ring. Okay. You know what I mean? Like they can make it because okay. I, that might be a match that the fans need to see, like in person. You know what I mean like, yeah, I- icons like shit like that. Like, that's but I think big. if you like, want to get the best out of that match, you got to make it a cinematic match. Entrances take like forty minutes, like yeah. <laughs> like Sting yeah. appears from like the nosebleeds and then yeah. walks that's down. Not no more. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he, he just walks bat. down. <laughs> the bat. Yeah, the bat. Like brooding crows and shit. Yo, I'm down listen, for all that. Listen, listen, we it could work. We saw Gang Girl come out. Uh, what is it? Uh, during uh, full oh, right? elite deletion, yes, yes, yes. Uh, it, listen, every time you mix somebody in from the past, it can work, but in the Undertaker's chapter, this has to be the last one, though. Don't no, give me yeah, no work. No, no, I agree with you, yo, because I can't take any more now. That's it, I can't take any more now. That's it, like, yo, that's it. he gotta be, he gotta be gone with this, shit. son. Oh, rap, needs for your daughter. That's what I'm saying, though, bro. Yo, you want to hold your grandkids? You're like 25 years away from that, man. You better hold up. If not old talent, how do we get that, those mainstream eyeballs, right? We got, we just found out Cody Rhodes, thanks to Jade. Jade, Cargrill. Jade, Jade. Greener Cargrill. than the grass. But. Oh, yeah. Potential, like a motherfucker. But that. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We found out that Shaq is coming. You talk about mainstream? Shaq gets those mainstream eyes. That's how you put some social capital to the test. Shaq versus Cody? I mean, that's not the matchup I thought I wanted, but Cody is a professional. I think he'll make Shaq look really good. Well, well, you have to take into consideration that we're not talking about Charles Barkley. So, Shaq at least is in some sort of shape. Um, and Shaq is a wrestling fan. Shaq has been involved in the wrestling industry in the past. He has already been to AEW shows. Um, the last time I remember seeing Shaq was a couple years ago at the Royal Rumble. Where he had a phenomenal showing for what you need him to do, right? For a celebrity mixed into professional wrestling worlds. Uh, I think Cody Rhodes and AEW, they're smart businessmen. That's why Cody Rhodes is about to host a show, right? They understand the importance of mainstream being infiltrate, infiltrating itself what into it? the product. Info what? It gets Info stuck girl? sometimes. Infiltrating itself into the product. So, listen, Jade was a, was a nice appetizer to what might be what we get. Uh, Brandy coming at her was phenomenal. I, I was liking that angle. I was, I, it looked almost like a shoot. Uh, it was kind of cool. I was digging it. It was kind of cool because, because remember, she was feeling up on him and all this other stuff. So, and like you said, it was green, right? So it was green. They can make money off of this. That's what it comes down. Because you know, at least anybody who watches uh, Shaq in well, first, first and foremost, how can Shaq not be in this? The man owns over a hundred different companies. He has stake in Papa John's now. He does general insurance. What doesn't Shaq do? You know what I'm saying? Yo, he is uh, Papa John now. 
Shit is crazy. <laughs> so, Papa ain't Papa John. but all those eyes that the NBA get, love them seeing him on the TV, love Shaq, like, they're going to watch, right? And they're going to blow it up. Uh, remember, uh, the NBA starts again on December 22nd. Eyeballs. So, so eyeballs. Nothing going to happen tomorrow. This is going to be a slow buildup. So, yeah, why not? Why not? So, so we don't get like Shaq against Big Show, right? We're gonna get Shaq against Cody, which I think favors Shaq. I think it's really easy to be a big man against a little man. Yeah, you know I mean, like I think that the little man makes you look good. So I think that's gonna be a, a much better match than Big Show and Shaq, anyway, right? We were gonna get the standard ring breaking, uh, yeah, uh, fucking thing, and like it was gonna yeah. be a big deal, and that was gonna be the match. But I think this could be much more interesting what can the wwe do or who can they bring in to counter program we know they're fans of counter programming so what is kind of celebrity you know they always do it for wrestlemania they brought in people like i mean shit wrestlemania was built on it right yeah we yeah about went on there we talked about lawrence taylor right being that guy yep. right that beef with, with uh with bam bam bigelow which is actually a pretty cool match um, I mean, it's been done throughout history. WCW had a successful one with Dennis Rodman, Karl Malone, DDP Hogan. That was great programming. Happened oh, during the oh. NBA Finals, you know. Uh, I mean, they've also had some 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 throw ups like Jay Leno and David Arquette. Uh, even though I do love the Ready to Rumble movie, I will say I still love it to this day. I've been wanting to watch it for a while now. Trash. I have to do that Yo, tomorrow. you have shown. You have shown without a doubt that you are the worst movie person. What are Literally, you talking you about? Zero what what, what you're saying has no validity right now. Because anything that I has to do with movies coming out of your dumb face has no Listen, validity. Did I say it deserved an Oscar? Did I say it deserved the awards? No, I said I enjoyed nah. the movie. It is one of my favorite wrestling movies, right? What what you want me to say? Vision Quest? Yeah, Vision Quest. What the Come hell? Come on, man. Come the on, man. Man. You got to get it done. <laughs> you got to get it done, baby. So who can the WWE bring? Like, what's in the, their realm of possibilities? So, so unfortunately, they, they've kind of swung and miss a little bit lately. Uh, latest being Gronk. Uh, Gronk uh, coming to WrestleMania was kind of whack. Uh, I mean, when Vince has to show you by showing you how to drop off a 70-foot uh, drop, yeah, for 70 real. old man, that's that's pretty bad. Uh, I don't think it was, was so 70 bad. feet. Oh no, if he was 70 years old, that's the that was the <laughs> <laughs> yo, you gotta jump from how old you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Uh yeah, I'm hearing right here Walter Payton and SummerSlam. Yeah. I mean, no, there's there's so many numbers. The New York Giants have come out there. Mike, Michael Strahan, you have the Chicago McMichael, Bears, yeah. Mango Ma- 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 Michael made it a career. Uh, you know, you have uh yo, my man. You have um, uh-huh. who is this uh-huh. guy? Uh, who? The the fridge, the refrigerator pr- fridge. Oh, Perry. Perry. Yeah, he was in a, in, a, in a. I think it was that same Survivor Series match with Walter Payton. Um, so it's it's happened. It's worked. Uh, who can they get? Who so they get? I will say this: they already have success in one brand, and that is NXT because they brought over Pat McAfee, and now he is the leader of for the brand. Uh, yo, well, about that faction, but they have some legitimate uh performers in that faction, including Pat McAfee, uh, because he gets an up because of the mic skills and also what he showed us against Adam Cole. Now, once again, it was against Adam Cole. Adam Cole 
can make this bottle <laughs> look like a ballerina. You know what I'm saying? That's what you say after drinking that. Surprising Mecca. match. It was still a surprisingly good match. So they they left this week talking about that they they are the best faction to ever exist. Putting up their hands like this. I saw you, Danny Birch. You dirty son of a bitch. I saw you put your fingers up thinking you're the four horsemen. So, so that's one way to make it work, right? You want to bring somebody mainstream, somebody that can talk. You want to bring somebody. You want to bring somebody controversial. Bring Ooh, in Conor yeah. McGregor. Oh, that's a name. That's a name. That bring happen. in Conor McGregor and put him up against who, yo? Who would you put him up against? Damn, Conor McGregor is probably gonna be the baby face in that. Although he's not gonna act nah, like they'd probably heel. put him. They'd probably. I'm saying how they would book him. They'd mm-hmm. book him as a baby face. Okay. Um, and they'd put him against somebody like Baron Corbin, who just takes L's like that, on like left and right, right? Who would I want to see him with? I mean, I'd want to see him like. What would a Bray Wyatt Conor McGregor storyline look like? Probably that, trash. Nah, probably trash because Conor McGregor's like, what the yeah. fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Conor, uh, Conor would have to go up. I, I could see something interesting happen with Conor and Seth. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially as the Messiah, because the Messiah thing, I don't know how long it's going to last for, but at some point he's going to shed it, right? So uh, that might be interesting. Or, nah. or I don't, I don't see think Reigns and McGregor doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. Uh, then who? I don't know, who man. Do like, who do you bring in? So, <laughs> it's got to be someone popping. Maybe, like, somebody who's been making a lot of money in movies lately. Somebody who's been headlining a lot of shit. How about this guy? I hear he's doing really good for himself. Uh, he's he's done by the name Dwayne Johnson. I think he's the kind of guy that you bring in right now and you have him return to bring, make a big splash against the Roman Reigns. Right? Yeah. Imagine a card where Roman Reigns faces Dwayne Johnson and then you've got Conor McGregor doing some bullshit somewhere else. You got Pat McAfee on NXT on that same weekend. Yo, that's a WrestleMania you can live for, baby. Oh, absolutely. Undertaker you want eyes on it? Potentially. What? what? You want eyes? That's got to be the best. And potentially a WrestleMania where there'd be some fans. You know what I mean? This That could be the best WrestleMania in a, while, in a long time. To be honest, if that card were to hit like that. Yo, uh, if, it, but, if they could but, line but that the one up. thing we know about WWE is there's no continuity. So probably won't happen. But see, folks, we here have given you a, the most beautiful card so far. For WrestleMania ever existed. It's simple, it. folks. Yo, it's just simple take mathematics. Advice, simple and look, mathematics. And look, and, and real talk, all you gotta do, all you gotta do, like and subscribe, baby. So speaking of factions, yo, this is another one. Speaking of factions, you have for the brand, Pat McAfee leading that 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 conglomerate. They're claiming they're the best faction to ever exist to exist right now. Are they? What other faction is there right now in pro wrestling that's better? Oh, better. Ah, that's a that's a tough word, right? We got to throw them all out there. First of all, I'm gonna start up real high with Tazawa's Ninjas. We got to <laughs> talk about them. <laughs> One of the toughest factions out there. Really, really like committed to their craft. Um, they lost their main ninja. They lost their 
main ninja to main Raw no, Underground, and then AJ Styles. Oscar Yo, won an only Nigerian ninja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never been to Nigeria. I, I don't know what that shit is like, but I just doubt that that works that way. Right? Uh, <laughs> I just don't think that's correct. Um, my man was a huge bouncer, and now he's still bouncing for AJ's club. Listen, up here, that's a strip club, just in case yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah, it definitely is. Definitely is. But, definitely is. All right, so <laughs> let's get with it. Yo, so, so, faction. Faction, right? All right. Let's go, let's go WWE right now. Who, who right. in WWE who you throw out? Like in the garbage, retribution. No, no, no. Right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gaga. Sure. Right. And you know what? And, and that's sad to say because I thought when Ali got involved, Mustafa Ali, I thought that would have helped it. And yo, it's unfortunate God the way they booked it. They booked it man. Uh, yo, Mustafa. God bless Mustafa. Right, he is tremendous in the role that he's given. He's making it make sense. He's doing every like you're he's making chicken salad out of chicken shit. This guy is making it work as best he can. God bless him. It's garbage yeah. and it sucks. All right. Yeah. You do not have them get squashed left and right. Just take all these L's. But like what is the point even? Like you can tell like these this is like a jobber squad now. Like what's and the you know Unfortunately, which is the the antithesis of what they're supposed to be, right? And unfortunately, what it, what it seems to me like the way that they're portraying the characters, and this is to the, not the, the I don't feel it's performance fault because I feel like this is how they're being directed to do it. Uh, but it almost feels like you're supposed to be getting Dark Knight, and, and we're getting uh Batman Forever. We're getting, we're getting the Dollar Tree, Batman we're, and Robin, the Red Man, like Two Face, cartoon and shit. Amazon, but we got the Wish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Yo, Unfortunately, what happened? Um, I don't know. Yeah, Retribution is really unfortunate. There was potential mm -hmm. there. There was there was like a spark of interest, and now it's like ah, like yo, you got to book them right. Like you got to book a faction right. Booking is everything. Now they can recover, right? And I'm gonna okay. throw out a three-man faction. Ooh, three-man right. faction. I like three those. Three-man faction. All right. Do y'all agree that we can have three-man factions? Is that a thing? I, you know, I mean, yeah, but it should at least be discussed because, you know, is a three-man group considered a faction? Like, would you really call that a faction? Is it fair to say that the New Day is as... You know, the New Day uh, as dynamic as, like, a Hurt Business or a Nightmare okay. Family or in a circle okay. or, you know what I mean? Like, because they've only got three guys. I think that's a limitation as far as factions are concerned, right? We talk about, we talked about the greatest factions and we will kind of touch upon that, right? Well, if you want to take it based on definition, the definition of a faction is a small, organized, dissenting group within a larger one. And especially in politics, right? So, so three could be considered a small group because two isn't, right? But three is. So, yeah, bro. I would say two, dog. Hey, that was a faction. <laughs> yo, yo, my man was slapping down factions, yo. Like... So, so, so you have to. So, so we keep it in the WWE. You got, you got to mention right away the undisputed era. Okay. That's the best, you know, besides this group right now claiming the best, that's the best faction we've had. 
uh, I, I dare to say, I can't say the entire WWE, but on NXT for sure. On NXT uh, for last year, if you want want proof, just check all of the archives of what happened last year and the year prior to that, uh, and that'll be the evidence. Uh, so absolutely. But who else would you? Yeah, mention? you mentioned the hurt business, didn't you? So the hurt business, right, is is top dog in the WWE. Yo, I believe. they were they were carrying Raw for a while. Yeah, um, they were. You can argue that Retribution was the yang to the yin, um, but but I feel like they did a lot in the sense of making they were heels for a lot of that time, and Retribution mm-hmm. was kind of unknown. So like that was only like the tail end of the last couple of weeks. They really built themselves up slowly, right? The Cedric Alexander edition was great. Um, was they, they were a threat on Raw. They went to Raw Underground and fucked shit up, which I thought was yep. exactly what uh, a faction like the Hurt Business should do. So yep. uh, they've been booked really strong, and they look great. Their shirts look great. Like So you can tell someone cares about their merch, about, about how yep. they look. They made the um, U.S. title look phenomenal. The, yo, right. They put some gold on them. So Hurt Business is really, in my opinion, the best booked faction with no except, like yo, they are the best book faction. Um, undisputed on, era. on WWE, huh? Yeah. Well, they haven't had anything recently, so that's why it's kind of hard right now, right? To even, right. Yeah, Overall, that's I mean, fair. UE's got a longer run, so if yeah. we, if we really go like undisputed era, yeah, it, sure, they've been booked better over a longer period of time. Not only that, but, like, but also the the title that they that each collective member has held, right? Because right now, even even though her business is being booked well, they've only had one title. Right, right. Like so they all need the to guys get a tag title. Somebody needs to get the heavyweight title. Uh, who's that going to be? I don't know. But there's still got to be more gold involved in there to them to build their their lineage, right? But they're yeah. they're in a great start. I mean, this is a yo MVP. Props to whoever Son, brought MVP back. Yo, because yo, I said it from the beginning. I hated MVP in the ring, and I was like, if he just needs to go exclusively. Like, Mike, let him let him be the Mike guy. He's got it yeah. on the mic. Yeah, let him play that role. And you know what? Him going in the ring every once in a while actually is I. He because he's been he's because he's, he's a wrestling. heel, right? Exactly. He's wrestling heelish now. Like he's not trying to be like he was. He was getting squashed in other matches, and he just wasn't looking good. So what was the point? But like mm-hmm. now, as part of like a tag team, like showing off the hurt business, kind of like. This retribution bullshit, he can get in the ring, and that's actually not as offensive. Like that's not as bad, right? Like as offensive to the eyes as it was before. So, so, so it's safe to say that because you know one of the names that was thrown out there when her business started coming out. Obviously, people talked about the Four Horsemen, but a lot of comparisons to Evolution, right? So I wonder, like, do you feel? And if you think about the the parties at Bay, right? You have Ric Flair would be MVP. Who would be Batista? Uh, Bobby Lashley, Cedric, yeah, uh, right. The muscle, the muscle. I guess uh, just because Bobby remainder, uh, yeah, uh, because Bobby remainder Lashley. Triple H would be uh, Shelton Benjamin, uh, and and Cedric Alexander would be Randy Orton, uh. right? The last to join, right? But yeah. just the way they carry themselves, and that's the role that right now MVP can play. He can continue carrying the mic, be the face of it, intertwine himself in matches. Get some strap, get some gold. They've been booked very well. They've been booked very, very well. Yeah. But if, if, the, the one thing when it comes to, like I said, having some lineage, some gold, and doing it, consi- having consistency 
The one faction that you have to mention and has to be mentioned is the New Day. Because the New Day has been rocking for a long time. And the New Day has had gold. One, even, and especially, I was about to say, oh, we can say maybe not the heavyweight, but no, Kofi Kingston was champ. Kofi Kingston was champ. So, New Day definitely got to go up there as one of the top factions. But right now, that faction is non-existent because they're both on two different brands. Yeah, I know. So, like, they've lost a lot of strength in the in the argument. But that oh, was yeah. that's who I was going to say before, right? Uh, it's a three-man group, right? They don't really have the strength as a four-man group or as a bigger group, right, to really, like, handle uh, taking on the kinds of things that factions do. Mm-hmm. Um, but they deserve some respect in the name because certainly they were able to overcome their booking, right? In the beginning yeah. of the new day, is certainly much different than what we got now. Um, so... That can go both ways, right? The hurt business could either start tanking tomorrow, or or, uh, or uh, maybe the bloodline, right, starts taking off. And uh, the bloodline with Roman Reigns, right, is probably the last group that I could think of in the WWE at the top of my head. Really, like they haven't established themselves, but they are. You know, it's the Usos and Roman Reigns and Heyman's the mouthpiece, I guess, kind of some dirty shit. And so that's interesting. That's, I mean, I don't know strength-wise if I would even categorize them because I don't think they have any. I think, I think that's, I think post Survivor Series is when you're gonna see the full effect of the bloodline. Does that make sense? Yeah, but real quick, to your point about the New Day having that lineage, the bloodline gets auto, they get that and more. Right? Of course, Uso's have been all like they've been I mean, camps a billion times, right? And yeah. then. Roman All Reigns famous. has actually had multiple reigns. <laughs> Pun intended. And not only hey. that, he is the main guy. So anytime you have a faction with the main guy, it's got to be the best. But the thing is, I don't feel that faction is fully formed yet. Right now, you have the mouthpiece of uh, you know Paul Heyman. You have Roman Reigns. And you have Jay. You still need Jimmy. You still need Naomi. Ooh, you think Naomi... Not Tamina? Maybe even Tamina. But Tamina will be more of a muscle, right? But Naomi, and not for nothing, if you put Naomi and because remember, when, when Jay, when they went into this, they talked about wives. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and uh, Naomi said some shit on Twitter about it. Like, word, now I'm being dragged into this shit. So, and, and, and yo, we had a conversation about the women's tag team titles. If they do both join the bloodline, those are two contenders right there, right? So, hey, I I think when it's all said and done, once this faction is fully formed, because remember, there's some other bloodline members that are still not in the E that could come up too and be part of this too. Ooh, who you got in mind? Anybody? Uh... I mean, we just had we just had one of the one of the the bloodline members uh, a year ago job for somebody on the E, did we not? Oh yeah, Anoa. Yeah, man. So you know, it's possible. It's possible. I I want to mention just because we're on WWE, Legado de Fantasma, and I want to mention them because it it, it has been pretty unique, but I feel like unfortunately it's been overshadowed because it's it's really the limelight of the cruiserweight division, right? So, like, you don't see it. You only see it on NXT a little bit. It's on 205 Live. So, you don't see it too much. But I think it is a dope angle 
And, and Hijo de Fantasma does a pretty good job in his role and how he hates being part of his father's lineage. So I just had to mention them as a faction. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere, but they're pretty Fuck cool. Em. That's why. Man, get out <laughs> of here. Bullshit, bro. Right, cool. Trash, they ain't going to be mentioning this shit. Like, I don't even know why he brought them up. Anyway, right? If you want to just... Let's let's expand the field. Let's talk about all companies real quick because I don't think that WWE has the top three factions in wrestling, right? I don't think that they 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 have the top three factions in wrestling. So, in my opinion, right, we gotta jump, we gotta throw out Bullet Club. All right, Bullet uh, Club deserves still? some, yeah. They deserve mention. I wouldn't call them in the top three, but I think I should throw them out there. Because and this is current? Yeah, this is... Well, I mean, in all its iterations, right? You got to you gotta take the whole legacy of the faction, right? And yeah, it's but, still going. But, it's, but, it's, but, it's current. It's current. It's still yeah, alive. But, but, but it's, more, it's more of like end, end of days NWO, though. It's a current faction, right, that has some weight to it. It's... it's they okay. still got G.O.D. As long as they got G.O.D., they go with me. Okay. Um, so I'm going to throw them out there. But let's talk about okay. the top three factions in wrestling. Which are? I'm going to throw out the Nightmare family. Ooh, okay. Cody Rhodes Nightmare. I hate them. I think they're corny as shit. But in terms of weight, the matches that they put on. Yo, Cody Rhodes and QD Marshall put on. I mean, um, Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall put yo, on. Yo, brutal match. What was that? What was the match called? The barn butt, like a whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, I don't barn remember burner. what it was called, but a barn yeah. burner, I think. Yeah, light bulb match. Yo, it was crazy. It was. Crazy. Yeah, I didn't expect to see that much color in that match. It was kind of nuts. Right, and honestly, yo, Dustin has put on matches. Every time he's come out, like he's the uh, bunkhouse bunk right match. It was called the bunkhouse. Bunk Thank you, the bunkhouse match, right? And then, like nobody knew how to describe it until it happened, and then it was just yeah. like oh, a match with just random shit all over the place, um, yeah. which is cool. All right, whatever. I dug it. It's a it's a gimmick. Cool. I, I was interested, <laughs> and then all the color was great. But the Nightmare Family has been consistently solid, and at the top of their respective programming, all the time. Right, like yeah. Cody is—he's either got the belt or at the top of the picture, right? And then you got like Brandy doing things, like she was with the bunny, and now she's not. Now she's with the. And, and, and what just happened? Like we had Shaq. Is it going against Cody? Right, the nightmare. So like everything that happens in that company is gonna run through that company, but I only got them at number three. And by the way, the angle they were going with Brandy Rose for a while—I was so interested to see where they were gonna go with that, and it didn't amount to much. The dark thing. Was, yeah, I was cu- I was curious to see what it should that should be able to do with it. Everybody was but, like shitting on it, and then it just kind of died. And I just felt uh, like, damn, you guys quit on the angle, like that's mm-hmm. kind of trash. Because they're used to the E, man. That's what it is. They're used to the E. <laughs> no, but like it's I trauma. Like, it's trauma. I feel like you don't quit on an angle like that. Like write nah. it off. Like tie it, tie loose ends. Like make it make sense. She just kind of was like she burned the hat or some bullshit. She was like she you know, she. I, I, listen, I'm just realizing now there's a correlation with me enjoying her segment with Jade and also that dark end, that dark angle. There's something to her when she's a little bit more sinister. Uh, that that kind of lights up on on screen, and I think that's always a good role for her to play. Um, that's what I'm noticing. Uh, but we'll see, we'll see what we get out of this. Uh, Nightmare Family. Uh, it's keeping it dark, dark order. 
Um, that was pretty cool. It's been pretty cool. They uh, Taya Conti now part of it. Taya Conti, cameraman, cameraman. Yo, every between that and Tony Storm NXT. <laughs> every time, you know, like Conti kind of like does she break kayfabe all the time? Like she she's sitting in the ring and she's just like, like oh. <laughs> Well, not only that, there was a women's match on AEW. What? That's crazy. Her her, mm. She like. Mm. <laughs> I was like, hey, right. no, but um. Listen, I never, I never saw somebody getting pinned and, and jiggling. I, I just never seen something like that before. All somebody right, thought. all right. Put your pants on, you dirty bastard. How about the, the inner circle? In my opinion, oh, of course. In, in wrestling right now, all right. The inner circle most definitely has been programmed correctly. Uh, oh yeah. Jericho has done a tremendous job just establishing the brand, building the brand, making the brand reputable, right? They brought in names like Ortiz and Santana, a built-in legacy of a team, right? Building their name in the indies and then on impact. I, I will job. say, though, I will say, though, they stole the dynasty's uh, angle when it comes to marketing and making a beverage, and they came up with the bubbly, you know? just let, I just want to make sure that, you know, W the dynasty where MJF was leader of. I mean, it didn't work out too well, but they still had that angle. <laughs> Ooh, how about MLW's contra unit? Ooh, that's ferocious. Ferocious. Right now, so right now the storyline in MLW is that they got shut down because of some shit that Contra did. But Contra is saying, well, not Contra, but MLW is saying that Selena De La Renta did it, and Selena De La Renta is suing the company. Ooh. So, that's Selena, a hell. But you, you got to mention Selena De La Renta's group then, right? Well, they, they kind of disbanded, right? Like, uh, didn't they leave after LA Park? Um, they kind of... But I mean, anytime you got Selena De La Renta, it's going to get figured out. You know, she's going to get more talent. Resaria, Selena De La Renta. Right. You have Injustice too, right? Injustice is another little faction. And they got a Coco Beware looking dude. You know what I mean? Third uh, World Order, holla. If Steve's okay. out here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I have to agree with you. Inner Circle, definitely, uh, by far, one of the best factions we've seen in a while. And, and, and if you need any proof, look at what they've been able to do since they're... They, they, there's not many factions that could go a comedic route and still go in the main event picture and be taken seriously or go in the tag team picture and be taken seriously. Um, and that's what you have when it comes to the inner circle. They it, it, they have all different levels. And adding MJF to this is going to be very interesting because this is going to be a shit show. And you know that shit's going to be a shit show. Vegas, shit show. <laughs> For sure. There's going to be a lot of good content, though. That's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Like, everybody's got an angle. Like, um, since somebody, uh, oh, Sammy Guevara posts up. He's like, oh, great, Vegas. And he's got, like, this fucking annoyed face. And then Santana retweeting. He's like, yo, chill. It's free, man. Just have a good time. Yeah. I, I, like, everybody's got, like, a perspective to it where they're yes. just like, fuck it. Or Ortiz is have their own tight. Navarra is tight. Wardlow looks like he's going to bang out with Hager. So that'll be a wash. Mm -hmm. Right? And then, we'll, you know, we'll get, right, we'll get the juice. Which is, I think MJF is going to fight Sammy Guevara way before he fights Jericho again. But I expect can see that. this to, yeah. I, I expect this to be that. the downfall of the inner circle, though. Oh yeah, this is the Rock versus uh, uh, 
uh, uh, Ron Simmons at this point, right? That's what you want to get. The, the breakup of nation and domination in that sense, because you have the young guy coming into the group and thinking he's better than everybody, right? That, that's what you're going to get. And I love how you just played it out with everybody involved. Um, I think it's going to be all dope, dope to see. Yo, our HPC of the week, heels, pops, and chair shots of the week. I'm glad you brought that up, right? So I was just thinking about what my heel of the week was going to be right when you said that. And Ruby Riot is going to mm. take a little bit of this heel of the week mm. this week. When um, Natty locks in her sharpshooter, Ruby Riot came in and locked her shit in, and she got the W. Beautiful move for Ruby Riot to steal a victory. I love it. I think um, we need to see more, like, gimmicky kind of shit like that. Right Ruby now, Riot with just, the new haircut. Yo, Ruby Riot looking fire right now. She's got a look like on cut. But she got you know, I hope it, the haircut works kind of like it did for Bailey. You know what I mean? Like it just changes her whole persona a little bit. Yeah. Because Ruby Riot is a talent, bro. Ruby Riot, if you don't know about Ruby Riot, you better ask somebody. You better Ooh, ask somebody. You better ask somebody. Yo, JP, what you got? What, what heel of the week you got? Uh my heel of the week. I have to give it to Candice LeRae. Uh, because if you have not seen what this little mischievous little person has been up to uh, for the last couple of weeks, uh, especially last week, they had Ghostface coming around and fucking with everybody, right? Uh, and it was debuted that Ghostface was actually Ina Cartwell. So uh, another NXT uh, female talent getting a little bit more of exposure, right? So that that's dope to see another angle. Once again, man, I am not... Like, yo, NXT continues to produce quality, quality programming, guys. I know we, yo, we give a lot of slack to the E for SmackDown and Raw. But from JP Savage's perspective, you can look all through these 135 episodes, man. You don't get too, me, too much of me bullshitting on, on NXT. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yo, Titus, we getting Titus O'Neil in the chat. Titus O'Neil promo was, was hot fire this week. What? Wow. What? Wow. Wow. That's what we bring into the table. Titus O'Neil. That's what I'm saying. Yo, what's up with y'all, yo? Can't have more nice things. You know what? Come are on, nice man. things. I tell you, there were a couple pops this week. Okay, right? talk to me. We just saw the pay per view. That was probably the best pay per view of the year. All right, and we just the completed. best of the year. The, the best, best full gear was the best paper. Believe, yo, we forgot to talk about it all night. Full gear was phenomenal. Tap to bat. Halfway like a fire, dog. It was amazing. Every match was popping. We got the pop of the week, which was Kingston Moxley in an I Quit match. Yo, gruesome. Never seen anything like that. Never seen anything exactly, like that. Exactly what I thought it was going to be. And then some. It was a beautiful. Ode to death match, if you will. It was, it was incredibly done. The story was great. Kingston quit. It was, it was beautifully, beautifully done. One little note that popped me even further was Kingston's a fucking genius. All right, there's a spot in the match where they take the the barbed wire off the bat because that's what they were going to use for the finish, right? So they had to like leave it accessible. And at some point, somebody kicks it out of the ring accidentally or something. Yeah. Kingston notices immediately 
and he goes outside and gets it. And then he looks yep. at it like, what am I going to do with this? And he's like, ah, and then he goes back to doing something else. He made sure to make sure that that piece of barbed wire was where it needed to be so that the match could finish the way that it finished. That yep. was pure genius. That's, that's ring part. presence. That's veteranship. That's that's knowing the trade. Um, and, and, and as a heel in the match, right? Which, you know, anybody in the match with John Moxley is like, you're the heel, but... But that's he plays the role perfectly. And, and honestly, what popped me even more than the match a little bit was the fact that this week you had Pac come out after him. Because now what we're talking about is that Eddie Kingston stays in the main event picture. This is not a one horse Sally. He is part of the main event picture because, you know, Pac is definitely going to be in the main event picture. We hear Cody and Darby. Definitely a hell of a match. Oh, what a match. match. Hell what a match. match. So the whole pay-per-view was a pop. Nah, it definitely was a pop. Might be the best pay-per-view they've had. Yo, it was the best pay-per-view this year, yo, hands down. Let me tell you, another pop happened on Tuesday, also AEW, and I'm not talking about dark. If I'm not mistaken, that's when AEW games arrived. Right? AEW games dropped their notice, and apparently it's no mercy with new skin. I am here for it. I know the, the the first, you know, imagery of the game was rough. It's the alpha version, right? It's still got a long way to go. But it looked good, man. I mean, it was a little more Battlegrounds, a little less 2K. But I think I just people it, are done. If the graphics get better, it'll be great, right? And it should get better. I mean, we, we're in an era now. We're talking about PS5. Like... There's no time for that, those boxy characters. So I think it will improve. But once again, establishing yourself yourself in the market. Because now if you are a new promotion, and now you also have a video game. Yo, keep it going. Yo, AW, doing a phenomenal job, guys. Thank you for, for enriching the lives of all wrestling fans by producing something different. Producing something that we can look forward to, man. And, and you definitely, this is why they have all the supporters they have, man. Congratulations to AW. Yeah. You know what's another pop for me? Leon Ruff defeating Johnny Gargano for the North American Championship on his debut. Yes. Yes. What a moment. What a moment. My man's got like 3,000 followers and the belt don't fit him, but it's awesome. Oh, Good for crazy. him. Crazy. And, and his boot thing is a ref in NXT, too. So, you know, his girl's proud of him, too, man. Yo, awesome moment. I mean, and we've had moments like that. Throughout the history of his uh, of professional wrestling, uh, quickly wow. I remember Paige after WrestleMania winning the title in that fashion, right? So, oh, true, true, that's true. Dope. That's dope. And you know what? Johnny Gargano belongs in the main event picture either way. But Johnny's done too much already. What else does he need to do? Oh, hold on. Is that Vic challenging us to thumb wars? See, look, if y'all don't know what Thumb Wars is real quick, let me just spit you some truths, just spit you some knowledge, all right? If you go to patreon.com slash hpc2sweet, what you're going to see is this unique, exclusively cultivated collection of content to ever grace the web. It's this beautiful collection of exclusive bullshit that you can only get from the bad guys, right? We got... Thumb Wars, right? A video game show that you can watch. We got Grapple Theater where we watch matches and we talk our shit, baby. Come join us. Plus all the behind the scenes and more. HPC Too Sweet on that Patreon. Hit them with the, you know, 
One last thing, right? We got we to gotta hit him with the chair shot. And here's the chair shot. Is that that's all the time we have. Oh, baby. Come on, baby. baby. That's all Tell the time. I mean, to the right. Oh, oh. Heels pops and chair shots. HPC to sweet on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere you find entertainment. Any platform that gives you podcast entertainment. If you want wrestling, heels pops and chair shots. We love y'all. Kick rocks. Yo, yo, yo. What about dessert though? Coño, siempre se me olvida.